it's time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Here we go. Off and running with you on this hump day. It's a Wednesday in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, the Matt Wyatt Show, where our whole philosophy is some people are so poor, all they have is money. But I digress. Welcome in. Welcome in. Farm Bureau Insurance all across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. I'm here. Beaver's here. Thank goodness. And really appreciate you being here as well on a uh, beautiful Wednesday. Now, it is going to warm up around here. Like, we got a few days where it's getting up, you know, warmer. Not 90, but getting closer to it. <laughs> but it's still cool in the mornings when you wake up. And then we got a little front coming through some point, what, weekend, next week, something. And then after that, we're going to get downright cold for a couple of days. And so that'll be the first in a little while. Looking forward to all that. It's mighty pretty outside. Uh, last week, trees were thinking about changing up North Mississippi. They're really doing some changing now. So all of that, all of that going on, good mood, good vibes, so on and so forth. And you can get on in here and be a part of it. I hope you will be a part of the show. I am not afraid to say to you that there are days where if it were strictly left up to me to come up with a topic, or figure out what the conversation is based around, it would be bad. <laughs> and the show would stink. And I'm not saying it doesn't sometimes. All right? So the fact that I make no bones about it, I give you a lot of credit. If you text, if you comment, if you call, it's great content, right? And it's a, it, it greases the conversation, and we get it going, so you're a big part of that. Otherwise, sometimes it's left up to just me. It can be really boring. And speaking of boring on the radio and being bored on the radio, I'm going to tell you a story in just a minute. I just feel like I've got to say it. Okay, and it, it might rub some people the wrong way, but I just feel like I've got to say it. That's coming up. First, though, a little bit of a reset. You can be a part of the show, and I hope you will be. If you're on the live stream, Facebook or YouTube or Twitter, just type in a comment. I see it right here on the Murray West live thread, and we'll bring it up. So if you've got a question, comment, anything like that, you can be a part of the show that way. The last couple of days were a lot of stuff, and I apologize if you commented and we didn't actually get to it, but hopefully uh, we'll make a better effort today, or I will. You can also text the show on the Country Pleasing text line. It's 885-3776. That is a 601 number, 885-3776. And you can call us on the Divinity phone, 995-1059. That's a 601 number as well, 995-1059. Right out of the shoots here on the live stream, the Murray West live thread. Sven comments on the thread and says, Hail State, everyone, and guess what day it is? Hump day! He said, we're three days away from an epic, epic, uh, what did he say? Uh, something at Jordan-Hare. He says, uh, we'll either beat them 7-3 or 3-2. to <laughs> And he says, the 08 game still hurts. It does. I was there. It still hurts. It was that ugly. But. Like I told you, Sven, if you look up the offensive numbers, some of the offensive numbers were actually better in that 3-2 to game than they were this past Saturday between State and Arkansas. And on that note, okay, I just want to say, on that note, I totally get it if there are people out there who, if they have to discuss 
state football right now, or let's say they have to recap that state and Arkansas game from Saturday, that they might be bored with it, that they might not actually want to do it. I can be fine with that. I can go on about my life and be just fine with that. If somebody out there doesn't want to talk about Mississippi State football, doesn't want to talk about the state and Arkansas game, is bored with the idea, let alone the exercise. I'm fine with that. I get it. Fine. Not your team. You don't care. Fine. You don't have to care. But if that's you, don't call me for an interview on your radio show. And some of y'all might have heard it, but like earlier today, I went on the. Um, I, I got, you know, text, hey, from the producer on Chuck Oliver's show, and he's on this station. I'm like, sure, I'll come on. That's the way it works. You know, anybody that's ever been through it, that's the way it works. You get to know people, or there's a producer, gets your number, so I, and they text you. It's like on this show, whenever we do have a guest, like when Terry comes on or something, I'll text him, hey, what about this time on this day? He's like, cool. Same with me. I get a day, sure, I'll, I'll jump on there. But. It was really clear to me that Chuck could not have been more disinterested in talking to me. And I don't blame him for it. I don't even pretend to be an interesting person. I'm not. It's not a pride thing. It's just strictly a making use of my time. If you're that disinterested in talking to me on your show, why'd you schedule it? If you're that bored with the topic of recapping the state and Arkansas game from Saturday. And it's obvious you just don't even want to go through it. Why are you going through it? Why'd you call me? You could have canceled the interview. I'd be fine. And you would too. So to all you future broadcasters out there, podcasters, you're going to host a podcast, you're going to host a radio show, you're going to host anything, rule of thumb here. If you are genuinely in your heart of hearts disinterested with a topic, you don't want to talk to somebody about it. You aren't obligated to do it. It's actually less disrespectful to just call them up and say, hey, listen, we're just not going to do it. <laughs> okay? And, and that'd be fine. And then you're not wasting anybody's time. So, Radio 101. Honestly, y'all, I'm just being honest. I'm not saying that I'm comparing, like, my show or this operation of this show to some show out there that's very successful. It's not a comparison of shows. I'm just saying that my philosophy on this one is, if I'm not, you know, if I don't genuinely have a real organic sort of genuine interest to talk to somebody about something, I'm not going to do an interview about it. Therefore, we don't do a lot of interviews. When we do have something like really interesting, I'm thinking, hmm, that's who I want to talk to about it. I'm like, okay. Let's call him up and talk to him. Because I genuinely want to talk to him about it. I think somebody else might find it interesting too. But otherwise, I'm not going to waste their time or mine. That's why we don't do a lot of interviews. Okay, but a lot of people in this business, they just, that's all they do is it's, it's interview after interview after interview after interview. And hats off to those who can make it interesting. Okay, hats off to those who especially are really interested in all the interviews they do. But 
If you're that disinterested and bored with a topic, just don't call. Cancel it. That would actually be respectful. All right. And I'm moving on. Over to the phone line, the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. You're Kubota dealer. The oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., in fact. Means they've been doing it better longer than anyone else right here at home at Divinity. State grad 98. What's up? Uh, not much, isn't it? And kind of listening to just a little intro, just to, uh, what you were just saying. This is Kylie totally off of um, sport, non-sports related or whatever. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, no, but no. no, yeah, but I know for the, for the last couple of weeks, I haven't. I don't, I don't know if you've uh, noticed that, I mean, I hadn't texted or whatever. Two weeks ago today, I was involved in um, had a situation I was my son was out for um, fall break and I was I was he needed some stuff so I was going to carry some stuff well I wound up I'd had a incident driving and I um, had a not really a seizure or whatever okay. or whatever but I passed out okay. and I wound up in the median of the road so this was two weeks ago today. I got out of the hospital last week. I wanted to have two broke ribs, and they had to do a lot of um, surgery, four-tour surgery, because of the amount of bleeding I did, I had and everything. And um, so they had like check my small intestine and my, um, and my big intestine. I can't think right. Yeah, I'm, on, right. I'm on a lot of pain. Hey, you, you're all right. You're good. But anyway, but, but, but my point is saying that over these last two weeks I've not really been able to um, follow sports as much as I would like to, mm-hmm. as much as I usually do. Mm-hmm. There are things bigger than sports. Sure. You know, and, and my God, uh, he, he left me here after seeing my vehicle and everything. You would think that I shouldn't be here now. Mm-hmm. And Mr. White, like so I said, I know you don't remember me from college. We had a couple classes together, and we, you know we talked something in. But I was like a you know a non-athlete. But I do respect you as a Christian, and I would like, I would love if you would keep me on your prayer list as I continue to recover from these uh, broke ribs. Okay. Because I know for the last couple next couple months, I'm up. I mean, I really can't do anything. Okay. Other than, other than hurt. And and I'd like to, I just wanted to um, call and ask you for that. And as always, I wanted oh, and I also wanted to ask you this: your opinion on something? Okay. If you could have one member of the um, of the office staff come in and shoot a uh, clutch free throw, who would it be? <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you say the office staff? You talking about like at our office or the yeah, office? Yeah, the office. No, 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 no. The office uh, with the white. And... Yeah, okay, the TV show. Oh, so yeah. somebody on the office has to come in and shoot a clutch free throw. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I know the answer. And I'm going to take the best shoot. Who, who would you say? Well, I would say Kevin because didn't we see – Amen. At the end of the show, yeah. they showed Big Fat Kevin just draining three-point shots. Yes. 
And I just thought he was just so underrated as a <laughs> basketball player. And I'm going to tell you, uh, I thought he was underrated why, as a and, character. I like his character on the show oh, also. Oh, me too. Me too. The most badly. And I was wondering why, and, you know, and after watching that again the other day, him shooting and not missing, <laughs> why did none of these um, um, NBA teams never give him a tryout? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I guess, but 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 I never but but I remember that from my days watching, you know, being adamant watching the office. But watching the office. Yeah. After watching it again, like you know, and all these other references to basketball, but he's just, he's never really uh, right. brought up again. But I would much rather have Kevin, um, Kevin shooting the yeah. clutch free throw. And the, and the two these guys in the NBA, and man. the two that you least would want shooting it are Michael and Stanley <laughs> on there. You would not. Want them to do it. Hey, stay great. Hey, listen. Um, happy to pray for you, and we and we'll do that. I'm sincere. I'll do that. And yes, you know, I appreciate yes, you sharing appreciate your story. You. And I, I'm glad that you're okay. And um, you know, if you want to leave your name. You know, you could either text us on the text line or you could give it to Beaver on the phone. Uh, or, or yeah, else. Beaver, I got my phone and all my phone and stuff got uh, totally uh, okay. destroyed. So, so I had to get like, a, and I, I don't have the strength or whatever to go to like through my carrier or through Apple to get all my stuff straight. So I had to get like a little prepaid uh, okay. phone for now. Okay. All right. Gotcha. So that's why, like, you know, like even if I texted, I wouldn't recognize my. My number, but uh, yeah. but yeah, I'll uh, I'll talk to Dave again because my boy. Yeah, oh, well, good. Listen, <laughs> and, and thanks for sharing. I am glad you're okay, and we'll pray for those ribs to heal up and get you back to work soon. And um, all right, well, I appreciate hang in, that. Hang in there, okay? I'm gonna listen when I can. All right, thank you. All right, thank you, Matt. And hang, right. hang in there. State grad '98. Bless his heart. Had a. Had an episode, found himself in the median, broke his car up, can't get to work. Y'all pray pray for some healing on those ribs. All right, more of your texts, your comments coming up. We'll flip it over to line two right now, the Divinity Equipment phone line. Brian, hanging on. What's up, Brian? Hey, Matt. How you doing? Just right. Thanks for calling. Yeah, man. I just wanted to fill you in. I hate to throw another car accident at you here back-to-back, and prayers to that guy that he gets better. Um, But I... Inadvertently, last week, uh, on Wednesday, a week ago, uh, I was involved in an accident as well, and you had a, a role in helping save my life. Um, what? Uh, me and my wife had gone to a school. Our, our son's school had a meeting up there. We were both in two different cars, so we were leaving the school at the same time. And I pulled up to the, the red light leaving the school there, and it was red. I stopped. My wife pulled up behind me. She stopped. And I looked at the clock and see it's just a little bit after 12 o'clock. And I thought to myself, Matt White's radio show's on. I'm going to turn it and listen to that. So as I'm reaching for the radio uh, knob to change the channel, my wife honks the horn at me because the light turns green. Uh, it was a brief, you know, probably one, two-second pause that I, I was reaching up there and I missed the ch- light change. I look up, the light's green, I pull out, and a car blows through the light at about 70 miles an hour and just rips the front of my car off. Oh, my so heavens. That brief two seconds or, or split second that I paused, where I was going to change the radio station to your channel, I think saved my life. If I would have pulled out, he would have hit me square in the doors, and that would have been it. 
And it was he hit on the driver. He came from the driver's side. Driver's side. Yep. Brian. So, um. And Good you know, witnesses grief. thought my wife. She she told me she said I thought I was witnessing you die. Uh, you know, one of the witnesses I talked to him after he said, "Man, I don't know." He said, "I literally thought I was watching somebody die when I saw that guy go through that red light." So. Oh. Um. But goodness. that that split second it saved me. So. Uh, um. You know, I thank God for it, but. Again, I have you to thank for it as well. So I just wanted to call and tell you, you know, thanks for having such a great radio station. Me to want to change it when I see that you're on. <laughs> well, Brian, listen, um, I don't even know what to say. You know, first of all, you know, far be it from me or us to take any credit. I think what that is is it just shows you the way God works. Every little, every little teeny tiny, like minuscule detail that you wouldn't possibly think some that you know a god as big as him would be paying attention to or being control of he is and even when we don't understand it absolutely and you know so a millisecond or two seconds between you being three feet further up the road being the difference between life and death the driver of the other vehicle what i mean if you don't mind me asking was he okay he was every luckily nobody was hurt at all and wow. i don't see how uh all the you know that he had several passengers and he was a young high school kid a senior at high school, in, in high school, and uh, you know, I commend the young man. A lot of people in that situation uh, would, and, I, and I've been a, an insurance adjuster for many years. Uh, and most people in that situation, a lot of people in that situation, are going to want to point the blame at the other person and say that guy ran the red light. And yeah. this young man didn't do that. He stepped up. And he, you know, of course, we had there were three witnesses that saw the whole thing. But the kid got out and told the police officer, "Look, I messed up." He said, "I didn't realize." The light had turned red, and by the time I realized it, it was too late. Too late, yeah. He said, I thought my only course of action was to go around him. Um, so he admitted what he did, and he admitted he was just distracted and, and, and ran through the red light. So <laughs> I commend that young man. I went and checked on him, made sure he was okay. I told him, I said, look, man, we're both still standing upright. Mistakes happen. Uh, there's no point in, you know, I'm not mad at you. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, and I don't think your parents will be mad at you for this. It's just one of those things that happens, and everybody's fine. So. I mean, and it's just, it, it, it freezes me in my tracks to think that your wife was in the car right behind you watching the whole thing happen. I just, yeah, she said she threw her hands over her face and screamed, and she thought when she pulled her hands down that I was going to be gone. Um, so, I mean, it was just, it was that fast. I mean, the, the witness that was traveling behind the, the guy that ran the red light, and when I stopped and I talked to him, yeah. uh, he said the guy actually, when they were approaching the light, it turned yellow, and then it went to red, and he said after it turned red, the guy tapped his brakes for a split second, and then he actually gassed on an accelerator to the intersection. Uh-huh. Trying to get, so, so he was uh, giving it the gas when, it, when the impact happened. Right, wow. trying to get around me. So, well, Brian... Uh, yeah, God definitely was looking out for me. I mean, he yeah. has a plan for me. There's no doubt about it because that, that could have easily gone a completely different direction. Yeah, no question. And, uh, Man, but I'm, I, know, I, I mean, am so I thankful. You, you had a role in it, but. Yeah, I'm just so thankful if, that if, you're if able to call the show. If I hadn't been reaching for that radio station, uh, then you, you know, I, I don't think I would be here right now. Mm, my goodness. Man, I am so thankful you're uh, able to pick up the phone and call and everything's, and nobody's hurt. I mean, well, it's just. I just I just wanted to tell you, you know, it, uh, like you said, uh, I thank God first and foremost. Yes. But, you know, the fact that I, I listened to you religiously and I saw that it was time for your radio station, that's why I was reaching for it to begin with. So, well, hallelujah. Uh, thank you, Matt, for, for what you do and keep doing a great radio station, radio show. Well, thank you for this, for letting us uh, hear the story, Brian. And uh, again, God bless you and and keep listening. Thank you. 
Will do. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Man, I don't even know what to say. I mean, praise the Lord. You know, and whew, a second or two being the difference between full impact on the driver's door versus just taking the front of the car off and nobody was hurt. Man. Hey, uh, Beaver, as long as you've been producing a show, have you ever heard a story like that on one of them? No, I have not. Mm-mm. I don't think I have either. Not on mine, you know, or one I've been on either. Anyway, I mean, that's back-to-back. What are the chances, too? I mean, State Grad 98, y'all know him. You hear from him. We have a good time with him. He used to, he used to always text in and say this was his show. <laughs> and he recently went through a had a car accident and uh, is kind of busted up right now, asking for prayers for healing so that he can get back to work, and we're going to do that. But, you know, just thank the Lord that he watches over, cares for us, and is involved in every detail because there's a story with Brian in his car and his wife right behind him where, you know, a split second make all the difference in the world. And, And if you don't think God is directly involved in that, I would encourage you to think otherwise. All right. Uh, getting started with you here on this Wednesday. Lots of texts to get into. Coming to them from Rex and Blitz and QB1 and Denzel and Humphreys County and everybody in Patches. And all your comments on the live thread as well on the Murray West live thread. Go to murraywest.com. Contract embroidery right here in Mississippi. Stick around. Ready to talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think. All right. Back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau. On the uh, Murray West live thread, Becky with a comment on Facebook after hearing uh, Brian's story said, Praise the Lord. God is our protector. Uh, A friend of mine sent me this verse, uh, Psalm 37, 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Thanks for sending that over. Roshana was listening to that story on Facebook. She said, chills. Yeah, same here. That was something else. Um, Let's see what else I got here. On text on my handy-dandy iPhone 12 Pro Max from C Spire. C Spire, customer-inspired, Mississippi's number one network. I got a text, Psalm 9111. He will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. Now, listen. Somebody goes, you believe in ghosts? Nope. (laughs) They aren't real. Run, tell somebody I said it. Tell them they can try to prove it. I can prove otherwise because facts can always be proven. (laughs) I mean, here at Halloween, too, I saw this thing like a month ago, this supposed like haunted house where they'll pay you all this money if you can spend one night in it. I'm like, I'd do it. If I had just wanted to, I could do it because, one, none of it's real. (laughs) 
It's all made up. Why couldn't you stay there all night? There ain't no such thing as ghosts. Sorry to the ghost tours in Vicksburg. You don't want me on your ghost tour because I'll do way too much laughing. <laughs> they don't exist. But angels 100% do exist. And I know there's lots of stories, but you don't even need those because the Bible, God's Word, the inspired living Word of God, it says right there, there it is, for all time, inspired by Him, him Himself with a capital H, Psalm 9111, He will order His angels to protect you wherever you go. All right. What else we got? All right, let's go to the country pleasing text line. Country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. Unnamed texter says, last week I made a call and said the Will Rogers era is over. Made an unfactual, uh, unfactual comment about Mike Wright, but it was all coming from a heavy-hearted state fan, and Rogers has just disappointed me a little this year, he says. Just ready to have a good year. When do you think that could happen? Well, I remember your call, and I appreciate you humbly coming back to us there, and a little bit of humility is, is wonderful for all of us. Uh, so thanks for texting. And, yeah, what I would say is, um, <clears throat> you know, the decisions on those things are obviously out of our hands. It's not in my hands. It's not in your hands. It's coaches and players. They're the ones who make the decisions on it, right? Well, the, the coach, Zach Arnett, said on Monday – when Will Rogers can play, he will play. It's not a matter of if. We may play Mike when he – no. As soon as Will's ready to go, he's right back out there. <laughs> okay? And, and part of what you saw on Saturday, like against Arkansas, is some of that's wise because you're a little bit limited in the past game and it kind of makes you a little one-dimensional. Although Mike can do some good things. And, you know, the more snaps and whole games he plays, he's just going to get better. Um You know, as far as having a good year, listen, it's right there. As bad as things have looked for State at times this year, they still are sitting there with an opportunity to make something of it. Yeah, they got to win games in which they will not be favored. Yes, they have to win games against some teams who have had their act together more than State has to this point. But is it possible? Sure it is. Can they win this game at Auburn this weekend? Sure. It's tough. Auburn's defense actually has been okay at times, and they've had to be because their offense has been downright at times. And you never know. Home game later in the year, sometimes teams just bust out of that. You just never know when the light bulb may come on for them. It could be this Saturday. But if it isn't, State's defense did play a little better. They are a little more healthy. That showed in their depth. They were much more physical than Arkansas. And so if you go and sort of replicate that, you can keep yourself in the game, maybe get a bounce or two, maybe get a kick return. You never know. And win another road game. You got some more winnable games coming up. Kentucky at home. Um, you go to AM and then you get Southern Miss at home. You play the Egg Bowl at home. You know, so they can make something of the year for sure. And a lot of it is all because you won one of the ugliest games we've ever seen <laughs> Saturday. Tiger, Texas show. It says, Matt, it was apparently brought up on the SEC coaches' teleconference about Michigan stealing signs. Brian Kelly proposed using the speakers in the helmet like the NFL. Seems like an easy fix. What do you think? I 100% agree with it. 100% agree with it. It's very, very clear that big-time college football is the minor league for the NFL anyway. It is no longer about education. Don't believe them when they tell you it is. It ain't. For players and coaches and programs, it's about what? Entertainment, make money, 
and get them to the NFL so we can get more players in here to bring more entertainment and make more money. That's what it's about. And if that's what it is, which is what it is, do what the NFL does, put speakers in their helmet. Be done with it. It's that easy. Well, some schools don't have the money. Yes, they do. Patches O'Houlihan texted the show and said, Matt, I heard that interview. He says, I genuinely believe Chuck is so full of himself and self-promoting that he treats everyone that way. There's a lot of commentaries that way, both locally and na- commentators that way, both locally and nationally. Yeah, I mean, and, I, you know, I, I hate to criticize somebody who I've always considered Chuck a friend. I think he is. I just And maybe he was having a bad day. But, and it really ain't so much me. It's just like it's radio, like the way it ought to be done. I'm just not going to have a guest who gives me some of their time and attention to come on the phone and me talk to them and present this in such a way as it sounds like I am actually wanting to be anywhere but here talking to you. I just ain't going to do that to somebody. And if that's what it takes to have a, you know, make a living, have a show, well, let's just do something else. Jonathan Texas Show says, good afternoon, Matt. Question about the tight end position. As an offensive coordinator, would you try to incorporate the tight end, Harmon, Gody, in the pass game a little more? I don't think the defense would be expecting it. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know, you'd love to. It's just a matter of how much confidence you have in them. You know, Gody's been banged up, good blocker, but hadn't been 100%. Uh, Harmon is, you know, coming from receiver to tight end. He's more receiver than tight end for the most part. Um, throw it to him more, sure. But when you, like, look at that game the other day, Jonathan. When you only run 48 offensive plays in a game, it, everything's going to look like you need to do it more. <laughs> there aren't even really enough plays to really get into some of your bells and whistles when you only run 48 plays in a game. I mean, 78 ought to be the average for a good offense. Humphreys County Dog says... Matt, that certain radio show you did an interview with, not naming any names, has a track record of being uninterested and disrespectful to MSU. I remember the last time you went on his show, he was doom and gloom about MSU, hoping you would go along with it, Hale State. Yeah, maybe that's the case. And like I said, Humphreys County, I I don't expect anyone to pretend to like Mississippi State or to even care. It's I don't have that expectation for anyone. And so... You don't have to fake it with me. If you're not interested, that's fine. Say, hey, we don't really want to talk about that. Well, if, if something else comes up we want to talk to you about, we'll call you later. Well, okay, fine. That's totally fine. I won't even hold it against you. That ain't a big deal. But don't pull me in here and waste my time. All right, Gil in Denver, Colorado says, he's got two questions. Can Mississippi State replicate their defensive effort from the Arkansas game against a one-dimensional Auburn offense. Well, I honestly think Auburn's offense a little better than Arkansas's. Uh, I think they did show that probably, you know, to a degree against Ole Miss, who's a good football team. Um, and their one dimension is a pretty good one. They run it pretty well, and they have struggled throwing it. So, yeah, I mean, it really comes down to a physicality thing. Can they replicate it? Sure. You know, it's a little bit tougher challenge. Just based on the games they played the most recent Saturday, Auburn looks like a little bit more of a competent team than Arkansas. And Arkansas went and fired a coach and all that kind of stuff. And then he asked me, who's your favorite musician with Mississippi ties? That's an easy one right now. 
If I, it would probably be Elvis, but I don't have an Elvis button. I got a Charlie Pride button. Here you go. Rain dripping off the brim of my hat. Come on, Charlie. Sure is cold today. Here I am walking down 66. Sing along. Wish she hadn't done me that way. Charlie Pride, born in Sledge, Mississippi, a minor league baseball player, and one of the greatest voices of all time, in my opinion. Charlie Pride, probably my favorite musician with Mississippi Tides. And as a bunch of them. Here we go. Is anybody going to San Antonio? Or Phoenix, Arizona. Any place is alright as long as I can forget I'll fail for no Here comes the fiddle. Yes, sir, buddy, the pride of Sledge, Mississippi. If it gets better than that, I'm surprised. We've got so many texts to get to, and I'm just going as fast as I can go. Uh, so we'll pick that up with Denzel when we come back, and then QB1, Blitz, J-Rock, JB, the real JB, <laughs> Mansplain, Rex, Mailman, Hunter Grant, everybody coming to y'all right after this. More of your comments as well on the Murray West live thread. In the Bureau, stick around. Sports. It's often difficult to satisfy that special hunger. Not here, because you've got Matt Wyatt. Oh, I am starving. Don't worry, he's got a menu full. All right, see, I like this kind of thing here. Where every now and then, somebody like Will on the Murray West live thread just does a little digging and does some research and then shares it all with me. So that <laughs> it looks like we got... You know, I'm digging up all kinds of info when, in fact, I didn't dig it up. He did it. Okay, so let's give Will some credit here. So total defense rankings. Now, Will, we can come back to this, but this obviously is something I should know. You can tell I don't pay that close attention to stats. But total defense, that would be yards, correct? We're not talking about, you know, factoring in touchdowns and points and red zone and all that. This is just when we say total defense, this is other teams moving the ball against you piling up yards or not, and these are national rankings. So total defense, State 62, Auburn 68, Ole Miss 69. That's your total defense ranking. It's a little bit startling right there. All right, Uh, total offense rankings. State is 92, Auburn is 101, Arkansas 119. Hmm. So both in total defense and total offense, this is yards we're talking about. State ranks just slightly higher. I'm sure it's within a few yards of both Auburn and Arkansas. It's funny how records actually do start to reflect that, right? Okay, so we got um, – and maybe we're off on the total defense. He came back later and he said Arkansas is actually 35 in total defense. Arizona's up there 
uh, at 33. And his conclusion was, so according to stats, we face a worse defense, better offense this week, which comes as a surprise. Yeah, you're right. So statistically, hmm. That's, how about that? That is interesting. Okay. Country please and text line. I'm playing catch up here. We've got a lot of really good stuff that y'all have uh, brought to the show today. Denzel says on the country please and text, Matt, I have a conspiracy theory. He says, I fully believe the way the Friends theme song was written it ju- is just by adding a new verse to the Cheers theme song and setting those lyrics to a new melody. <laughs> well, I mean, like, how am I going? How am I going to like verify your theory, though? I do know this, that it's funny you bring that up, okay, Denzel, it's funny you bring it up, because today, on, on this day, October the 25th, 1990, the 200th episode of Cheers aired on NBC. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Now, here's my thing, how can you Taking listen the to the Cheers theme song? And think that Friends is just an extension of this song. Their theme song. It's not. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Yeah, thanks for bringing it up, though. Uh, QB1 Texas Show shows you uh, how far behind I am. QB1 Texas Show, when Brian called in with this story, it was an incredible story of narrowly avoiding a disastrous car accident. And, and, credit to the Lord and gave us a little bit of credit on the radio. He said, that's insane. Listen to Matt. It might save your life. <laughs> uh, Bulldog Blitz texted the show and he said that caller needs to be 100% honest. Him turning the radio on did not take up an entire light change. He was playing on his phone probably texting the show. <laughs> and look, Blitz, I have said before, I, I don't always say it, but I'll say text the show. Don't text if you're driving. Otherwise, text the show. No, but what he was saying was he was already sitting there. It's about to turn green. It wasn't a whole light change. And then he thought, oh, the. And so he goes for a split second. He's foot on the radio. And in the time that he took his eyes off is when the light had apparently begun to turn green. And, you know, it's one of those things. That's the way I took it in his story. J Rock texts the show. He says, hey, Matt, on a lighter note, there are things more important than sports, like country pleasing. <laughs> he says, I'm snacking on it while driving down the road. Look at there. He's fried some up, slathered it, and even in some barbecue sauce. Is that the original smoked sausage flavor from country pleasing? If it is, and got some cheddar cheese that he sliced up and some saltine crackers, and have a ball. My man JB, the John Bond, who we was talking about ghosts while ago, he says, I ain't scared of no ghosts. That's the, you know, the classic hook lyrics to the Ghostbusters theme song. Uh, Mansplain texts the show and says, if one believes um, that God plans every minuscule detail of our life, we also have to accept the bad things that happen. Uh, Also his will. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you say his will, but there are purposes and timing that we just, even if we, even if, even if he tried to lay it out for us, we couldn't possibly understand it, I'm sure. 
Let's see. Mailman Texas Show said Chuck's tone makes him sound disinterested much of the time. Okay, so maybe I took it the wrong way. Yeah, thanks for sending that along. <laughs> uh, hundred grand Texas Show. And let's see. What is he saying here? If if I had, <laughs> why would you say that? Maybe that's just a one of these colloquial sayings that I don't under, quite understand. But I get where he's getting at. He says, Matt, if I had your hands, I'd cut mine off. But before I do it, that it's Wednesday and I'm on it. He said, I can't wait to get out. He said, but you can give me a little sonic boom. There you go. little sonic boom. Um, Jason in Flagstaff said that lyric, Walking Down 66, in the Charlie Pride song. He said, it's actually overrated. <laughs> Walking down 66 is overrated. Um, okay, David. He says, look it up on TikTok. People are mixing the songs from Cheers and Friends on there and making it sound the same. Okay, so that's where Denzel got it. I don't have TikTok. I'm not on it. I don't do the. I don't do TikTok. Probably won't ever do it. And don't let your kids do it. Don't let them. Now make your kids listen to the Sonic Boom, though. Make sure they do that. I agree with that. Um, unnamed Texter says, now this is Matt. This is Matt from Birmingham. Given the Michigan spying fiasco in the news, is it time to finally accept Florida's offer to forfeit our 1980 game due to their spying and let that state squad be recognized as SEC champs? I didn't know that was a thing about the 1980 team in Florida and stealing signals. I didn't know. Look, I'm just going to tell you all, about 50% of this Michigan controversy that everybody's just all up in arms about. Pay attention to who's talking about it and drumming it up into this big deal instead of downplaying it. Who's doing it? Two groups. Ohio State fans and Big Ten fans who hate Michigan, number one. And number two, the rest of it is sports media who depend on ratings and viewers and clicks. And what's the best way to do that? Controversy. Every great story has conflict. The three biggest, most important, most instrumental, most just you have to have it in any story for it to really be a story. Setup, conflict, and then the resolution. But in the middle, there's conflict. Without the conflict, why should I care? <laughs> and look, y'all, a whole bunch of that's on purpose. Ask people, how many players... Have you heard say it's not that big a deal? How many coaches? Coach Prime? Any other? Eh, you know, not throwing a fit. They don't like it. Okay, but it ain't that big a deal. I wish, I wish Coach Leach was here to field a question about another team stealing signals. It, I, I, he would say something, I'm sure, to the liking of, well, you know, that's fine, but they still have to stop it. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It is a, it's way more made into a big deal than 
in reality the effect that it has. That's just the fact of the matter. But, boy, it's Michigan. It's Harbaugh. Let's drum it up. And if it gets us a million more people to tune into the start of a ball game, wonderful. In reality, does it have that huge of an effect? No. Tim texts the show and says, State matches up well with Auburn. Should be a close one. State on top. I'll take it. I'll take it. If they can finish by winning the game, I'll take it. Look at the picture of the lunch that Denzel is having. No, this he says, yesterday inspired me so much that right now I'm having a thick bologna sandwich with fried egg on top. Look at that. I don't know where that is, but I want some. I can't tell. Does that have pickles on it? White Denzel's eating. It's like hamburger bun, toasted. Pickles, thick piece of bologna, fried bologna. Fried egg on top of that. Little cheese on there. Have a ball. <laughs> All right. All right, look, hour two of the show coming up right after this. I'm Matt in the Bureau. Beaver is here. And you in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Hour two coming up. Stick around. 